Hi, friends. Welcome to the Liz Teach Podcast. I am so glad that you have joined me. Well, today was a day. <laughs> it was a day. That's what I uh, I think I'll leave it there. I actually worked out of my home today and not at home on Zoom. And so had to put real pants on, <laughs> not stretchy ones. And once I left this house, the day started rolling. It actually was a good day. It's different. Uh, really, the pandemic has uh, turned all our lives uh, I don't want to say upside down. Uh, I would say make it made it different. And so today was different. And I guess as time goes on, I will have to continue to put real pants on and go to work. But I was meditating on what I would speak on today. And I actually got the idea real early on, but I didn't have time to record. And I think it was just God's plan, right? He works with our uh, fumbling and our delay or what have you. Well, he worked in it today because I got an idea and I involved my family in today's podcast as far as they answered some questions for me. But I'm getting ahead of myself. We're not getting to those yet. I want to talk to you today about what would your story be? As I was listening to the Bible this morning, and I'm listening to the book of Acts, that's what I'm up to in the New Testament, it was talking about Moses. And now we know Moses, his story and his character begins in the Old Testament. And here we are in the book of Acts, and they are recounting the story of Moses and things that he did and who he was, right? I was also reminded of Hebrews 11 which talks about fathers and mothers of the faith and people from the Old Testament that really manifested faith in their decisions and the things that they did and the troubles that they went through. And uh, it's just, uh, how do you call it? The Oh my goodness, it's escaping me right now, the word. It's on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> um, baseball players have it, football players have it, the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's the Hall of Fame for faith, people. Liz, get your thoughts together before you turn on the microphone. She's Louise. Thank you, friends, for listening anyway. <laughs> anyway, so um, yes, so it's the Hall of Fame for faith. Uh, faith-driven people and characters in the Bible. And it's really beautiful. And so as I was seeing this, the retelling of the story of Moses, and you see these uh, people of faith, I started to think, what would be my story? What would, if somebody was including Liz in Hebrews 11 or anywhere in the Bible or any book whatsoever, what would be told of me? And we know there's different perspectives Perspectives as we read the Bible and especially in the Gospels, we see that there's different perspectives. It doesn't mean that one story is not true or the other. It's just you could put four people in a room and according to their background, maybe what they're going through, what they're focusing on, they will bring something new to the story. Of course, you know, you have people, especially me that I work in the court system, uh, that their story is just unbelievable. <laughs> but 
when there is truth and the Bible is truth, has been proven to be true, there's different perspectives. And so in my life as well, there's different perspectives as people look at me. And I just hope that the perspective is one of hope and edification and uh, whether it's as a daughter that I have honored, as a mother that I have been there, and that uh, my my grandson or future grandchildren, that I have impacted their life in a good way. And I think that's, anybody that knows me knows that this is important to me, that each day I live with purpose and each day I live in a way that will please my heavenly father and that would help others or edify others. I don't always get it right, guys. I don't. I really don't. But I see that the Holy Spirit has helped me. And so what would be on the pages of that book? And it's it's something that I believe we should examine, especially when it comes to faith. Uh, if you are a Christian, what does your faith say to others? I grew up in a religious atmosphere. And when I came to the Lord, there were so many questions I had because there were many people around me, not necessarily only in my home, but in the churches I went to. And I wouldn't necessarily put them in the hall of fame of people of faith. Uh, they may have said something, but their life said something else. And I am not judging because now having received so much freedom in my life, I understand that there was a lack of freedom in religion. There was a, a lack of freedom in what they received. There wasn't a, a safe place to really let your guard down and just kind of be renewed and restored. And it's kind of sad. And I am so appreciative of God that I've been able to be on a journey where I can receive freedom and that when people see me, I pray that because of freedom and because of what the Holy Spirit has done in my life, that they can see Christ. And trust me uh, when I tell you that the Holy Spirit will take me to task on this because of uh, my heart and because of me saying, God, please don't let me mess anybody up. Now, through therapy, I've also learned <laughs> that I can't be hyper vigilant or super vigilant and thinking overthinking everything I do because of my background, because of religion, because of criticism that I've received in the past. So I have to find that balance. And so the Holy Spirit and God's word and uh, therapy has <laughs> helped me find that balance, honestly, uh, that I need to give myself grace. It's easy for me to give others grace, but every once in a while, I, I'm, I'm a little too hard on myself, but I've gotten better and really understood God's grace for my life and that his Holy Spirit can do much more than what I am trying to strive for. And so I'm going to share some questions with you that I shared with my family. And as I ask them, maybe you want to write them down and when, when possible, ask your children or uh, your adult children, if you feel brave enough, because it's kind of a, a, a vulnerable moment when you ask somebody, hey, what would you title my book? What would be in the pages of my book? When I'm no longer gone, what have I left you with? And, you know, could I possibly find myself in that hall of fame of the mothers and fathers of faith? There's a verse that came to my spirit as well in 2 Corinthians 3, 2, and I'm going to read the message version. And it says, you yourselves 
are all the endorsement we need. Your very lives are a letter that anyone can read by just looking at you. And the Apostle Paul was saying that we don't have to say who we are and how good our teachings are, but people look at you and see the fruit of your life and know that something has happened, something has changed your life. And for me as a Christian, that's extremely important for me that the fruit of God is in my life. It's in the things I do, the things I say, how I approach situations. It's important that the Holy Spirit guide me so that someone will actually want to read the book of my life. And I don't mean in the actual sense, but in the spiritual sense. So when people flip through the pages of your life, are they taken aback? Or are, do they find comfort? Do they find a lesson? Even if you've gone through something horrific, do they find a lesson there that would help them? I remember when my father was, I didn't know this, but it was close to the time of his death. I remember he was just so sad all the time. He was no longer a pastor. He didn't feel useful. He couldn't preach or teach. And um, his identity had been for so long as a pastor that it was hard for him to get past that. And another reason why our identity has to be completely in Christ and we need to understand that we have seasons in our life and we're not always going to be one thing. And uh, But he didn't have anybody to lean on. He didn't have anybody uh, to get him through. And I remember telling him, I said, Dad, why don't you write something? Why don't you or record it on a tape recorder? Uh, for those of you that have no idea what that is, it's a it's a machine. You put a, a little tape thing in it and it has. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I said, you know, tape record yourself, dad. And, I, you know, and I will, you know, transcribe it so that we and your grandchildren and great grandchildren will have your words, will have the wisdom that you have, because he did have a lot of wisdom. When I look at his Bible, uh, one of the Bibles I have that my mom gave me when he passed away, there are notes after notes after notes of messages that he gave. And it's so beautiful to see how he would put his message together and have notes and because I have a notebook as well. And it's just so beautiful. And it would have been amazing that the letter of his life would have been something that we could still be reading right now. But while he was alive, his life spoke of kindness and love and how much he loved his family. I wish that he would have found freedom in certain areas so that his life could have been more abundant. You know, we all need somebody to um, encourage us and be there for us. A pastor in my church told me that we all need a Paul. We can have Timothys when we're in leadership, or but we all need Pauls that will be by our side. And my dad really did not have that. But anyway, so it's a shame that we didn't get to have um, actual writings of things that he said and spoke. And I recently had some videos dig, um, digitized. I think that's how you say it. It's old VHSs, and they're put on digital. And just to hear his voice there is so... So beautiful, so beautiful. So anyway, got a little sentimental there. <laughs> so ask yourself, what would the pages of your life say? If you're a Christian, would your would your life read as a love story towards God? Would your life read as a love story towards your family or towards others? 
there's a really great song that I love by Maverick City Music, and it's called The Story I Tell. And it's all about how, what we would say about God and, and the victories that he's won. And I would love to think that if my family were to write about me when I was gone, that they would see victory, that they would see faith, that they would see fun and love and things like that. So so here we go. Let's uh, get to these questions. Let's get... So, I asked my family, if a book was written about my life, what would be the title? Let me get the questions over here. What would be the title? Who would be most talked about in that book? Like the top three people or situations. Uh, What would be the title of some of those chapters in there? Who would play me in a movie? (laughs) I just threw that in there to see what they would say. What would be a phrase or quote? Uh, of something that I say often, what would be an advice that for sure would be in there because I say it often. And for them to finish this sentence, which is when I go with Jesus, remember me by. So I had one of my nieces, she's moving, so she didn't have time. And she said, the main thing would be WWJD. No, I know my friends that immediately you're thinking, what would Jesus do? No, she (laughs) said, what would Jay do? Because the obsession is real, guys. It's real. So I asked Jay, (laughs) and Jay was watching a show at the time, and I paused it. And so his answers were very, well, besides him being a boy, they're very to the point and maybe don't make much sense, but here we go. It's kind of funny. So the title of the book would be About Her Life. That's about as creative as he got. Then he said, what would I talk about there? And he said about my my father and my husband dying, about curiosity. <laughs> I think that's a nicer way than saying nosy. And love, which is good that he has that as one of my chapters. Then he, what are some of the titles for chapters? And once again, he mentioned about my husband. He said, sad moments, part one, when my husband died. Sad moments, part two, when my dad died. Or maybe he said vice versa. And he said, that's all I got. And so you would think that I am in grief all the time. But no, we've just kept my husband's memory and my father's memory alive. And I guess because recently we've been seeing those videos, he's now understanding the impact that that had on our lives and our family. Uh, So, okay, who would play me in a movie? He said, Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Then he fixed it and said, that would never happen. But yeah, Jennifer Aniston, sweet boy. All right. What would be the phrase or quote I would say? He said, I love you. That's awesome. What would be the advice? He said, follow God. And then to finish the sentence, it says, when I go with Jesus, remember me by heart and mind. There you go, folks. That was Jay's. Then one of my daughters has said that the title would be the best is yet to come. And she said, basically saying it as you've gone through so much and stuck through it and with God, because he told you the best is yet to come. And then, of course, she said that the book would be about her and her sister and Jay and about me and Junior, their dad. And she only has one chapter, Made New. That was the title. And it's uh, talking about my salvation story. She said, this is Rebecca, by the way. Uh, she said the person that would play me would be Jennifer Garner. 
because she's sweet, but also has a strong side. I was trying to think of that movie where she's kind of a superhero and she's always kicking everybody's butt, but I, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, she couldn't think of a phrase, which I'm shocked because I'm sure I repeat things to her over and over. <laughs> the advice is probably something about thinking about other people before you do something and how it will affect them. And also don't expect others to do something just because you do it. Trying to teach my girls still and my grandson to be careful with our expectations of others, you know? And then what would uh, she remember me by is how much I loved God and how much I loved talking to other people about him. So that was Rebecca. That's pretty cool, right? Then my Raquel, Raquel, I have to be honest, is my favorite one. Sorry, Rebecca. Um, it sa she says the title would be, It Gets Better, I Promise. And then, of course, the what I would talk more about, most about, and uh, the subjects would be Jay, my daughters, and my experiences. Then she said, who would play me in a movie would be Sandra Bullock or Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> the chapters would be, this is great. So she has three chapters. One would be, no one listens to me. Jesus help me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I started a podcast, friends, because nobody else would listen to me. It's so funny because I do say, I'm like, oh my God, I don't understand why people don't listen to me when they get in trouble after I've told them to do the opposite. Oh my God. She's probably speaking from experience, right, Raquel? Okay. The next one is, oh, she. I'm telling you, she's awesome. It says, really, dude, Jesus loves you so much. <laughs> I love that. Then the next one is, Uh, the next chapter title would be Put God First and Everything Will Fall Into Place. I love that. And then When I Go With Jesus, Remember Me by My Spiritual Legacy, My Teachings, and My Handsome Grandson, Jay. So that was Raquel. I love that. Love it so much. And then my sister was the other one that uh, answered the questions for me. Uh, I just love how my family just goes with the flow. She said the book of my life would be Life with Jesus and Jay. Can you all see a pattern and obsession? Listen, at least she put Jesus. It's not only Jay. Uh, then what I would talk about most would be Jesus, Jay, and the lessons learned. Uh, titles of chapters would be The Year My Life Began with Jesus. And The Time in My Life I Found True Freedom in Jesus. And The Day Jay Was Born. So, Yeah. And who would play me in a movie? It's so funny because this sounds like a lifetime movie for sure. Uh, first, Meryl Streep or uh, Patty Duke. Now, y'all that are not my age or my sister's age, you're probably like, Patty, who? Just look her up. She was in a lot of lifetime movies, Hallmark movies. So, yeah. Uh, my sister really dated us right there. What would be a phrase or quote that I would say a lot? Uh, would it be pleasing to God? That's something that I asked. Is this pleasing to God? And what would be an advice in it? For sure, a relationship with God offers much more than the world. And then there's one more. I, I guess it got cut off when I printed it, which is, sorry, guys. Let me find the text message here. 
It was to finish the sentence. When I go with Jesus, remember me by loving my grandson, living for Jesus, so we can all be together in heaven. So pretty interesting, right? So thank you for coming along with that uh, with that ride with me. But what would others say about you? What would your pages say? What are they saying right now? And we have time to turn things around. We have time to change things. I'm so envious, but in a good way, of young moms that have such an opportunity to turn things around when they hear some wisdom. Young wives that can be better because they hear some wisdom. If I can talk to my teenage self, 20-year-old self, 30-year-old self, 40-year-old self, every stage of my life, I would say, listen a little bit more. Get closer to people that doesn't don't necessarily have it all together, but that you know that they're fruitful in their life. They're purposeful. Don't waste time. And so think about that. Ask yourself those questions. What would you even write about yourself? What would your husband write? Your children? And not in a way of condemnation. All these questions are always just to stir us up and see how we can be better and possibly highlight areas that we need healing in or areas that we need to focus. I know one thing that I've done with my family and extended family is always encourage them to do the love language test. These are things, questions that we ask our family so we can see where they're at, especially if you have children. Your children are in different stages of their lives. So every so often, where are they? What are they thinking? What blesses them from your life? What helps them from your life? What gives them hope? And so ask questions. Husbands, ask your wives how you're doing. What can be improved on? Don't ask her when she's already mad at you. <laughs> Maybe wine her and dine her or, sorry, hopefully that didn't offend anybody, dine her. <laughs> Take her somewhere and uh, just ask her what you're doing well and what you can do better. Wives also. I would always, if somebody is going to ask me what can they do better, start with positive things, right? We don't want to only focus on the bad. I was listening to a podcast of Robert Morris, and he was saying how he's very, um, he likes things a certain way. And his wife, one time during a counseling session, because uh, they have done counseling and he's in counseling, I, I just love that. His wife said, you never say what I do right. You only nitpick on what I do wrong. And we don't want our families to remember us that way, that we never encouraged them or uplifted them because we only focus on what was bad. So what would your story say, friends? What would it say to others? What is it saying, more importantly? Because if we still have breath, we still have the opportunity to do better. So... I hope this helped you or at least gave you a chuckle or gave you a little bit more insight into me. It's very clear I'm obsessed with Jesus and Jay. Uh, so anybody <laughs> that knows me for more than uh, a couple of hours know that about me. But it's so vital that those that are with us day in and day out can read us in a way that blesses them. 
because people that just see us in church or maybe at work and really not living life with us day to day, maybe don't see the whole picture. But those that we are professing to love do. And so let's do the best we can so that the story they tell of us will be great in Jesus' name. My friends, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Like always, share. Uh, Let me know what you're thinking about the podcast. And uh, I hope that you're having a blessed day, a blessed evening. Until next time, my friends, this is Liz on the Liz Teach Podcast. God bless you.